Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to my podcast, Mindful Drinking for Women, which is about just that. I help women get unobsessed with drinking alcohol by getting really honest with themselves about why they are over-drinking in the first place and how to replace harmful drinking habits with empowered mindfulness, which includes the ability to drink less or to choose not drinking at all. Hi, my name is Jessica Betancourt. I'm a certified life coach and hypnotherapist specializing in addiction transformation. So I took a little break from making podcasts because I have been going through a bit of a transformation myself, and I don't believe in just making content for making content's sake and just pumping it out of the posting machine or podcast machine. I like to put things out as I feel inspired to do so. So I was on vacation recently to a neighboring Spanish island. I live in Spain. And my habit has been to only entertain my drinking on the weekends and minimally, not bottles and bottles of wine, but just having an amount where I feel satiated and good and definitely not drunk, slightly buzzy, um, but only on the weekends. And it's been that way for a couple of years now, um, as opposed to drinking every single day to the point of straight up borracha. But on my vacation, you know, when you're on vacation, every day kind of seems like the weekend. And it was feeling like I was having some wine every day that I was away for a week. And what I noticed was, A, there was a time when that would have certainly been the norm and no problem. And I wouldn't have even thought twice about it and just allowed myself to drink as much as I wanted. And B that I was encountering the edge of my next level of change. So I teach this inside of my program, Unobsessed, that there are three basic levels of change, immediate, gradual, and retrospective. When you really commit to the daily practice of creating a specific shift in your life, there are the little moments that you start to notice. That's the immediate change. Like the first time you leave the grocery store and you forgot to pick up a bottle. Or like when you look at the clock and you realize it's almost 8 o'clock and you just simply haven't poured a drink because you didn't feel like it. The glasses that you don't finish, the ones you just walk away from, that you're not hawking and can't wait to fill it up again. That feeling that's dissipating, that non-alcoholic drinks starting to look really appealing and that you prefer them or the way you wake up and just feel amazing for not having stayed up late drinking by yourself. Those are the immediate shifts. And once you start getting excited about these small changes that are coming about by the daily practices that you implement, right? When you start on a program on a new path, you need daily practices that ground you and keep you moving into the direction of the vision that you want to be headed towards and away from the one that you've been living in. So that's really important. The daily practices of mindfulness, checking in with yourself, tending to your inner world, learning how to ride through cravings and actually having that embodied experience. It's not hard. (laughs) It's maybe just foreign Or it seems scary because it's unfamiliar, which is totally understandable. But once you learn how to do it, you realize that there's so much pleasure and a sense of achievement in doing these little things. These little things that really add up 
to eventually give you gradual change. Gradual change looks like excess weight falling off of your body without any added effort, having your pants button easily, seeing your skin bounce back, feeling like you look younger, having your eyes brighten, you notice that you're slower to anger and feel annoyed, little things cease to bother you so much. You feel calmer, you're liking yourself more, your energy is more high vibe, and happiness is more abundant. And when you keep going like this, keeping your daily practices, practicing mindfulness, doing the work, which actually isn't really work if you think of it as enjoyable and growth-oriented, you keep going in that direction, you eventually have retrospective change where you look back and you see where your journey with healing from alcohol addiction began and all of the gifts that were revealed in the process through all of the highs and lows, that it really was a gift, the journey that you've been on. And you can look back and see that it was all worth it. All of your effort, all of the little shifts that you made that were seemingly insignificant at a time, you can see how they all compounded and compiled and became something of great value. Being able to live with mental freedom is immensely valuable. And it's so achievable, which is what I want to convey in this episode, that it's just completely doable. But you don't, you don't build the city all at once, right? You have to lay a foundation. You have to follow some sort of a plan. And little by little, it's like brick by brick, you look back and you see what you've achieved, what you've created. It's the same with letting go of a, of a habit. So like the deepening of your relationships with your family, your partner, your kids, your creative interests, these are all things that you noticed retrospectively as well. You see how much you've healed. You see how far you've come. You notice how your work or your career has changed and become more fulfilling, either because you were able to redirect yourself, or you just simply became aware and more present and grateful of what you've been doing. And you put yourself inside of it, you can stay present. And you begin to see that you don't need alcohol for anything. And that you're so much healthier and happier and more beautiful without it, without it having a starring role in your life. And you can see how you were under some sort of a spell of obsession with drinking and how stoked you are to be out of it. And so when I had this experience on my recent vacation, seeing, oh, I felt like it was the weekend and I associate weekends with allowing myself to have some wine. So I had wine all for like half of my vacation and I realized that's just not who I want to be anymore. I don't want to be someone who just drinks every day on vacation. I don't want to be someone who drinks just because she can or as a way to relax or that this is some sort of luxury. I've dismantled all of those associations. And when I can see a new one coming, I have taught myself. I train other people to be aware of how you're thinking and how your thinking is provoking these associations and that you can make or break them at any time just by being aware of what your thoughts are doing. It's really quite um, magical <laughs> and easier, I think, than 
them were set out to believe or that um, that culture would have us believe. Because it is hard to break a habit. It is hard to break a habit when you're not doing the inner work, when you're not getting your thoughts, your mind, your body, and soul all on board. It can't just be a tactical approach. It can't just be a hands-off approach. You've got to train yourself. You have to implement daily practices, and then you have to get in the game. And that becomes where you get to prove to yourself, oh my gosh, I am capable of change. But it starts with these really small tasks. That's my belief anyway, that the way to climb a mountain is one step at a time. So on my vacation, I just simply decided, I just don't want to drink for a while, like maybe a long while. And Lent was just starting, so I decided to do 40 days alcohol-free, and I am in, in the process of that. But I don't even know what day I'm on, honestly. I haven't been counting days. I hate tallying. I've done dry January and sober October. Like you could do that with any month, really. Like remember September. But I have no plans for when I may drink again, and that feels so freeing, so liberating. So I notice that I'm on the next level of my evolution in my dismantling my relationship with alcohol, which I knew was coming. And I'm so happy to be embracing it and embodying it and doing this work even further on myself so that I can take other people with me on this journey. Because I know so many of us, so many of you are waking up to the fact, the belief, the reality that alcohol does more damage than it does good. And it's been around for so long and so commonplace and we just take it for granted. That's what everybody does and it's so normalized, but it really is not serving us evolve on our soul's path. And again, I say this a lot, but I don't demonize or vilify alcohol. It's in my house right now. My husband's having wine as we speak. But I'm not because I just choose not to. I'm going on my own journey. And I invite all of you to go on your own journey as well. It's a path of discovery. And it's a path of freedom. And it really, really, truly is so amazing to realize what you can do. So the easiest way to let go of a drinking habit, in my opinion, is gradually. And this is what has worked beautifully for me and for my clients as well. And I'm also not recommending this for everyone. If you are in immediate danger from your drinking habits or in a medical emergency or you're having a health crisis, I am not suggesting that you take a few months to think and feel your way through the unraveling of a habit. That will happen anyway. But for some, those of you who identify as being a gray area drinker, or you've been considering quitting for some time, or not quitting necessarily, but modifying your behavior, changing your habit, knowing that and believing that you are someone who can drink a little bit if you want to, or maybe you have a fear right now that you will just slip back into your old ways. There are so many possibilities, right? It does, it does not have to be black and white. You don't have to be wasted or completely sober. In fact, I don't think that labels are even helpful. It's more of an organic process and coming home to yourself. And alcohol just naturally falls away as you go on a personal evolution. So for some people, 
if you are a gray area drinker, your drinking isn't necessarily in an acute stage, my recommendation is this. Let your drinking wean and wane and gradually fall away from you in levels and stages, like a metamorphosis. Because when you allow that to happen, you won't even miss it because nothing has been ripped away. There's not a sense of loss or grieving or sadness or regret. Your nervous system is able to catch up with you at each stage and evolve as you progress. And not drinking ultimately becomes rather effortless. And this is what I have done, and this is what I teach other women to do. I help you fall in love with not drinking. And we do it bit by bit in stages. So that as your habit continues to unfold and unravel, it just feels natural and organic and intuitive with not shame, with not resistance, with no shame nor resistance. Pardon my grammar. Um, it also sets you up to feel like you're winning at whatever stage you are currently at. For example, a few years ago, I couldn't even have one AF day, not one. No way. And these 30-day challenges, like that was so impossible. That seemed like the most impossible thing. Like you might as well have asked me to go, I don't know, build a temple in Egypt. Like that was the furthest thing that I would have been able to do. One day. And now I just feel like a completely different person. I don't count my days. I don't count my AF days. I don't count my drinks. Because I've changed myself so much internally that I just don't need to. And this is the process that that I teach, that I've developed, and I love sharing it. I think it works magically because it meets you where you are on your own journey. It's not a, um, a structure that you have to fit yourself into. Yeah, it's personal. Transformation is personal. Healing is so personal. And we have to make it work for where we are at instead of setting ourselves up to feel like we're failing. So in my program, we start with having one AF day a week, and then we move it up to two, and the next week three, and so on and so on, until you have an entire week under your belt. And you have support around this, communication, things that come up, things that challenge you. It's all addressed and it's all looked at in a really gentle and loving way. We work on all of the mental chatter that is having you feel stuck and defeated. We work on building a spiritual practice that feels personal and good to you, that gives you a place of safety and a sense of peace within yourself. You learn how to control your feelings and how to feel and sense and then release your emotions. You learn how to stay with yourself and to create your own experiences instead of relying on a drink to do it for you. And ultimately, you just give yourself the most amazing gift, and that is having freedom from addiction. I mean, there are other great gifts, but if you have ever felt addicted or if you feel addicted now, it's an amazing gift to not feel that way. It gives you yourself back. It gives you your time back, your money back, your energy, your attention, all back for you to create something new. Oh, it's really, it's just liberating. It's so liberating, and it's so possible. It's so possible. So if you feel like this is some insurmountable, insane thing that you just can't do, just take it down to the littlest piece that you can do. 
What is some new habit that you can implement into your life that will help either harm reduce the way that you're drinking, reduce the volume, reduce the frequency, some small thing. So if just taking alcohol away immediately and just living like that for the rest of your life just seems like that's just the craziest thing. You can't even fathom it. Don't fathom it. Fathom what is the smallest thing you can do. The smallest little change that you can make today. And make it, how can you make it fun for yourself and feel good and enjoyable and pleasurable? Because that's when you're going to do it. Not when it feels like a chore, but when it feels like, yay, I get to be this way or I get to do this. Yeah. So I'm currently concluding um, a round of Unobsessed, my six-week program for healing your relationship with alcohol. And the next one starts on March 14th at the time of this recording. That's 2023. And it's a private group, a private group with live transformational coaching, hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, and emotional healing. So if you're interested in being a member, you can book a complimentary consultation with me at the link in the show notes. And until next time, I wish you a beautiful, health-filled day. And please remember to be kind to yourself and that there's nothing wrong with you. I love you. Thank you for listening. See you soon.